Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. How many people say that I'm a doer of the Word of God? How many people say that I'm going to put the thing that I learned from God into practice? Amen. This morning we learned that we should examine our heart, our mind every day, whether we are in faith or we are in depression or we are in doubt. Doubt despairs, complains, and is sad. Faith Rejoices, gives thanks, and is glad. So if we want to live a joyful life, we need to walk by faith. Doubt will make you depressed and will make you defeated because doubt cannot get any blessing from God. Just like the children of Israel, the first generation in the wilderness, they could not enter the land that God had prepared for them, the promised land. Why? The Bible says because of unbelief. You miss the blessing of God when you walk in unbelief. You notice that the children of Israel in that generation complained and complained. They were upset. They were grumpy and not happy because they were in unbelief. Therefore, we need to make sure that we are the spiritual people who walk in the Spirit. And when you walk in the Holy Spirit, you're going to walk by faith, not by feelings. As a Christian, it's so important that we make a decision. I'm not going to walk by my feelings or by sight, what I see, what I don't see, what I feel, what I don't feel, we're going to walk by faith. Our faith is based on the Word of God and on what the Holy Spirit tells us individually, which is called Rema. There are two kinds of the Word of God. Logos is in the Bible here. Unchangeable Word of God. And the number two called Rema, which means that it's a specific word from the Holy Spirit for you, 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 you. Your rhema may be different from me because the Holy Spirit has different plan for you than me. We have different calling and different giftings. But we need to put our faith in the logos and in the rhema. We should not be slave to our feelings. Feelings are real. But feelings are not always right. Some feelings are bad. Sadness, grief, anger, upset, unforgiveness, grumpiness, all these things are not good. We need to say no to bad feelings. We need to stay in the positive side that is faith. And when we have faith, the outcome is that we will have peace and joy. Joy and peace is a good thing are the good thing for our life because it will bring victory to us. Not only that, sometimes we are slave to emotion or feelings. 
But the Bible talks about spirit of fear. The spirit of fear. There are demons or evil spirit who come in to control people's life. I don't have time to talk a lot about demonology. We have a book in English now. I think the title of the book called Demonology. You can buy that book, read it, study it, and listen to the sermon that we have in voice as well. I don't think we have in the YouTube in English. But you can listen to in our MP3 or CD about demons. And demons can affect our body to make us sick, cancer, heart disease, arthritis. But demons can affect our emotion as well. Evil spirit, the spirit of depression can make you depressed. Evil spirit can cause you to have Anger, short temper, have bad emotions. Therefore, in the church, we need to do deliverance off and on. We need to cast demons out off and on because some people come in with demonic oppression in their life. That's why their emotions are unstable. That's why they get mad easily. That's why sometimes they have very evil thoughts evil feelings all the time. And so we should not be controlled by demons. We should clean up the church off and on. Get rid of all this demon and get into the presence of God. Our church totally believes in the spiritual realm. We need to get rid of the wrong spirit and get into the presence of the spirit of the living God. And when the spirit of the living God touch people, he will give peace, joy, faith, patience, long-suffering. Amen? How can we tell that the spirit that touched you is from God? You're going to see the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You're going to see that that person loved Jesus even more. Ephesians chapter 4, 26 to 27 say, Be angry and do not sin. I think the Lord knows that sometimes we get angry as a human. We have emotions. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Nor, listen carefully, nor give place to the devil. We must not give place to the devil and demons or evil spirit. We have to say no to them. Don't give any room to the devil in your life at all. No depression. No madness, no unforgiveness, no spirit of anger, fear, grief, depression, all kinds of negative spirit. We say, no, no, no. You cannot get into my house. You cannot get into my life. I reject you. Get out of here now. You can command evil spirit to come out from your life. You don't need to come to me. You just sit there at home and say, get out of here right now in Jesus' name. Evil, have, evil spirit have to leave you by faith. Amen? Don't entertain anything that is wrong from the spiritual world because they will kill, steal, and destroy you. So we need to be, resist the devil, resist evil spirit. Sometimes people waste so much time in being depressed, being sad, being angry, being upset. Don't waste your time. You rather use that time 
to do something else more fruitful. Don't sit around and sad and cry all day long. Rise up and say, stop. No more sadness. No more anger. I'm going to be joyful. I'm going to be full of faith. I'm going to be productive in my life. I'm going to rise up to do the good things. I will not waste my time any longer. Amen? Amen. So everyone say, no to wrong feelings. No to, wrong feelings. No to evil spirit. Yes to God. Yes to faith. Hope. Peace. And joy. I free up my time. To do the right thing. I will not waste my time. Being sad. I will always rejoice. And walk by faith. Psalm chapter 34 verses 1 to 3. This is the powerful confession and also word of faith from the mouth of King David. I like this very much. This is what he said. I will bless the Lord at some times. Only in the morning. Only at night. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall occasionally be in my mouth. Is that right? No. He said, His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. He invites people, come, join me, join me. Magnify the Lord with me all days, all the time. Let us exalt his name together. King David teaches us very important principle. Keep your heart right and don't do any negative talk. From your mouth, I'll say, I believe. From your mouth, you say, I'm healed. From your mouth, you say, I'm successful. From your mouth, you say, I'm good looking. Everyone say, I'm good looking. From your mouth, you say, I'm sharp. I have good memory. I'm strong. I'm anointed. I praise God. God is so good to me. Bless the Lord. All day long. You see, you need to keep your heart that way and speak that way. There is power in your word. The Bible says that death and life is in the power of your tongues. But your tongue comes from your heart. If you think negative, you are sad and depressed and full of doubt, you're going to speak negative things. And then that will cause death in your life. But if you maintain faith, you maintain the positive thing in your heart. And you keep praising God, thanking God all the time. Rejoice all the time. Walk by faith. Anytime the doubt starts to come in, get out of here right now. I'm going to walk by faith. When you begin to get depressed, get out of here right now. I resist you. Get out of here. Ha, 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 ha. Ho, 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 ho. You continue to rejoice. You will always have victory. Amen. How many people want to have victory all the time? All day long. Amen. 
Have you seen some servant of God in this world who keep going and going and going in their ministry, but it doesn't seem like they are tired? You wonder where they get that energy. Why they never look tired? They are human beings like me, but they keep going and going and going. I tell you the secret. Many people can keep going and going because they keep their heart of faith, and because they speak the right thing, and they keep rejoicing and being positive because the joy of the Lord gives you strength. When I lay hand on one thousand people, fifteen hundred people in Thailand. I look at the crowd. Who? This is going to take three hours to lay hand on every single head, and somebody sneak in to get the second time. <laughs> Even though we make announcement, please don't get the second time. Doctor Lau, Pastor Lau, can help you one time because with so many people, the only reason I can keep going and going from around 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. because I keep laughing. Laughing and having faith, and love people, and lay hand by love and compassion, and laughing and have fun and have joy all the time. You can keep going and going because the joy of the Lord gives you strength. You need to keep your heart in faith, in hope, and in the joy of the Lord. I want to say something to a group of people who are listening to this teaching. Some of us, including me. We're growing up with a lot of problems, disappointments, bad experiences in the home, bad experiences in the churches. Maybe you were abused by your relative, or you were abused by your husband, or you got a bad divorce, or maybe your daddy abused you, mean to you. Uh, I listened to somebody two Sundays ago, but, but he said that his dad was so mean to him and never encouraged him. He was growing up in the church and was so legalistic. He has a bad experience with the church and with his own dad. And this man looked sad, looked depressed, and looked very angry, unhappy all the time. You know, all of us have gone through some negative things in life. And those negative things, can get on us to make us having the personality of being sad, negative, upset, angry, unforgiving, fight fault, fighting faults. The face always look <laughs> unhappy all the time because you have bad experience from your ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, or your ex-husband, or from your daddy and mommy, or whatever. I want to encourage you. After you get out from Sodom and Gomorrah, don't look back. After you get out from Egypt, don't look back. Forget the past. Don't think about the past bad experiences and disappointment and setback. You say, I'm going to enter the promised land. I'm going to step across the Jordan River. I'm going to go by faith. I'm going to be la la la. Ha 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 ho ho ho. I forget the past. Those people who hurt me, who disappoint me, 
who do some bad things to me, they cannot steal my joy. Period. Don't let anybody steal your joy. Keep your joy in the Lord. Keep your faith. I made a decision long time ago because, you know, one of the things as being a pastor, actually, it's easier to be an evangelist. I think about this. Evangelists come in, preach, 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 get saved. Ooh, a lot of people walk out so excited. Have a picture in the Instagram. Wow, great evangelist, big crowd. Pastor has to deal with the congregation <laughs> who complains sometimes, give you a hard time sometimes. Sometimes I say something wrong, one sentence, they leave the church. They're upset with you. So being a pastor, I tell you, Sometimes it's so painful because you face disappointment and rejection and people, sometimes you take care of somebody 27 years, marry them, love them, take them to vacation, but after you correct them one time, disappear. Bye-bye, pastor, I don't like you anymore. I choose another pastor. And as a human, you get hurt. Is that right? You hurt because you reinvest your life for 27 years, but they disappear in one correction. It hurts. But I have to get out of that ash. That pile of ash of being, Oh, Jesus, I served you. I love my sheep like you love them. I poured out my life for 27 years for them. I'm crying. I'm sad. They leave me. I love them. I correct them because I love them, but they don't care. And now they reject me. So sad that I'm serious. That happened to me many times. I'm sad one night, but next morning I wake up. Okay, I will not let anybody steal my joy. That sadness has to be over. Because otherwise, other members in the church are going to suffer with me. Because the pastor is sad. The pastor needs to be joyful, full of faith, full of energy. Not come up here, hello, today I have a sermon to preach, but anyway, I'm hurt right now. No! I make a decision after being a pastor for many years. I will not let any action or any word of any man Steal my joy. I'm going to stay in faith. I'm going to love Jesus. I'm going to continue to walk in love and forgiveness and have faith that if I lose one couple from this church, God is going to send to me in another five couples. No one can stop this church. Amen. God will never let me down because He is a good God. Amen. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Rejoice always. Amen? Amen. Don't let anybody steal your joy. And I want to let you know, when you are joyful, people like to hang around you. You're going to have friends. More friends because people don't like to be around grumpy person. You know, 
Today rain again in Seattle. No sunshine. Oh, you like to be around that people? That kind of people, grumpy, complaining? No, you want to be around joyful person. Amen. I remember when I was working at Harborview Hospital. When I was a junior resident, I walked into McRow in the ICU. You know, ICU in the Harborview Hospital is so depressing. Very depressing. Because everyone comes with a bad head injury. The family members are mad, unhappy because their husband just boom and then become coma. So everybody is so stressed out and so unhappy. When I was a junior resident, I walk around with my chief resident. Everyone looks so sober and unhappy. I say to myself, when I become a chief resident, it will be changed. So next year, I become a chief resident. I walk around, ha, 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 ha. Wow, this patient is going to be fine. And I talk and happy and walk. And everyone, the whole atmosphere in the ICU on the 12th floor of Harborview Hospital totally changed after I become a chief resident. The spirit of joy is contagious. And at the same time, the spirit of depression is contagious. Have you ever had this kind of experience? Before you open the door to get into a kitchen or something into the room, and somebody is standing there in that room with the spirit of depression, sadness, and negativity, and standing there in that room, you walk in and you feel it. Before even you talk to that person, who the atmosphere here? Oh, so negative, so dark. And that person stand at the counter. <laughs> Hi. And you sense it. That spirit of depression and negativity come out to you. But they cannot do to me. Because I'm a martial art guy. <laughs> you look sad, I can come back with, Hi. Happy day. God is good. I got to smile. You cannot make me down. I'm going to get you up. I'm going to be stronger than you. The evil spirit in you cannot be greater than the one who is in me. I'm going to change the circumstance. I'm going to change the atmosphere. I want to encourage husband and wife in this room. Amen. Please bring the spirit of joy into your home. Don't get mad all the time. Don't be negative all the time. You come home and you say, hallelujah. How are you, honey? Oh, I loved you. <laughs> Don't come back home and bring all the burden home, husband. No, don't bring that spirit into your house. Be happy. Bring the positive spirit into your house. Amen. And your marriage will be happy. Leave all the things at the hospital and don't take it to home. Leave everything at the radio station <laughs> and don't take it at home. Somebody work for radio station. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. I'd like to tell you a story of a woman in the Bible and I'm going to end the sermon and pray for you. This is a story of a woman in the Bible. This woman was always sad to the point that it got old. 
sad all the time. In that house, always sad. But she has a very good husband. Everyone say, good husband. Who is a good husband? Raise your hand up in this room. Oh. <laughs> you wonder what story is this now? <laughs> I impressed with this husband very much. Actually, I like it. But but this is a victory story. Okay, victory story. Story of victory, not a bad story. First Samuel chapter one verses one to two. Now there was a certain man of Seattle, <laughs> of Mount Rainier, <laughs> Seattle guy. His name is who? Eric. <laughs> His name is Matthias. Okay, I'm just teasing. His name was Elkanah. The son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, and the son of Suf, and Ephraimite, and he had two wives. This is not a good part, though. Don't do this. Uh, other part, okay. This part is not good. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other, Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. In this chapter, in this part, this man has two wives. One wife has good children and enjoy playing with her children. Her neighbor had children and play with the children. And the husband looked at Hannah, another wife, feel sorry for her. She has a desire in her heart to have a baby, to have a son, but she could not have one. She pray and pray and pray. And she was sad. She did not get pregnant. She was sad a lot all the time. You think she's gonna get answer from God when she's sad? No. You think sadness is a sign of faith? No. What is a sign of faith and hope? Joy. Is that right? Look at verses four to eight. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make, this is a good part about Elkanah. To make an offering, he would give portions to Penina, his wife, and to all of her sons and daughters. This guy is a very generous man. I like generous husband. I want to talk to the man in this room. Don't be mad at me. Please be generous to your wife. Don't be stingy. Be generous. Amen. My account and Pastor's account, we are in the same account. We don't separate accounts. She can spend whatever she wants. I am a breadwinner. I bring money in. She can spend whatever she wants, but she is a wise woman. She doesn't spend that much. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. She likes to go to shopping, but her shopping is always a gift, some gift for the members, not for herself. Thank God. She's a very generous woman. But I will not be stingy to my wife. She deserves the best. The best food, 
the best clothes. She is the gift from God. You remember the Bible say, "Those who have wife have a good thing." Wife is a good thing. Don't abuse your wife because you abuse the good thing from God, and God is not going to be happy with you. That's why a lot of men get sick and get into trouble because they abuse the gift from God that God gave to them. I need to preach this in Germany too. <laughs> But to Hannah, he would give a double portion. Now you see this man; he felt sorry for this wife who did. Did not have baby. Did not have kid. The womb was closed, so he gave double portion compared to the the other wife. For he loved Hannah, although he did not play favorite. He said, "Okay, you have kids. I give you this much. You don't have kids. I give you double." Quite a generous man. Although the Lord had closed her womb, and her rival also provoked her severely. To make her miserable, because the Lord had closed her womb. So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her. Therefore, she wept. Wow, Hannah was so sad. She wept a lot and did not eat. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, "Hannah, honey, why do you weep? Why do you not eat?" And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? So he said, "I'm I'm nice to you. I love you. I treat you well. I'm better than ten sons. Why you grieved? You should be happy to have me. Should husband be that way? Can your wife say, 'I'm happy to have you'? <laughs> I know faster than I can say that." <laughs> You should be happy to have God. <laughs> Hallelujah! Her husband Elkanah was very concerned. His wife was very sad, cry all the time, weep all the time, and also could not eat because she was so disappointed that she had no baby. She continued to cry every day, year after year. The condition didn't get better. It got old. The whole household filled with sadness and depression and darkness, and until everyone get used to this condition in that house, Elkanah get used to it. Everyone got used to it, but there's no miracle. Why? Sadness, depression, unbelief could not open heaven. Could not get the answer from God. Before I go on to talk about Hannah, let me share something with you. I pray for me and for you that we gonna come to the spiritual maturity. Listen carefully. We gonna come to the level of high spiritual maturity to the point that no one, no material, no house, no car, nothing in this world. Will make you grieve on this planet Earth. Nothing. If you lose your iPad, you don't lose sleep. Buy a new one. Maybe better too. Newer model. Agree? If now you broke, you have to sell your house. Don't be attached to that house. Let it go. God can give you a new one. 
Nothing on this earth gonna make you cry and cry and grieve and be unhappy for years and years. Don't attach to anything on this earth. That is a spiritual man. That is a spiritual woman. That is a strong man. Because you know that the only hope in your life, the real, eternal, unbreakable, is the love of God. Don't depend on the love of man. Don't depend. Your spouse can cheat you. Your spouse can walk away from you because they are human. Don't be sad for a long time. You may cry a night or so, or two months. I give you two months max. <laughs> After two months, bye bye. You get another woman. Sorry for you. Amen. Don't let anybody steal your joy. Period. Don't get upset. Don't get depressed. Some of us, not only husband or wife, if you don't get the piece of the steak on that plate and somebody pick it before you, <sighs> I want that piece of steak. You make me upset right now. Or somebody, I notice like this, sometime in the church, somebody like to sit in that chair every Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday, that's my chair. And one Sunday, somebody walk in, new guest, walk in and sit on that chair. That person walk in. That's my chair. <laughs> I'm not happy. Crying, <laughs> sadness, and frustration should not control your life. Material, money, people cannot control your life. We may not be happy for a while when we don't get what we expect. But don't stay being upset. Let it go. Move on. God can give you a better one. God can give you a better car. Amen? Don't be attached to anything at all. Stop complaining. Stop being upset. Just rejoice. Have faith. God can give you a better one. Ha, 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 ha. That one's gone. That's okay. God can give you a, me a new one. Hannah is opposite. She was so upset, she was sad, she cried because she did not get what she wanted. Her friends and relatives play with kids. She has no kid to play with. Look at verses 9 to 13. I'm going to come to the end here soon. Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. At least she sought God. She is not running away from the church. And she was in bitterness. Again, bitterness. Sad, bitter of soul. Prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. How many people know that Christian can be so religious that pray and cry and anguish and no answer? Because that Christian does not pray in faith. But pray in doubt. That's why that Pray, never get answered. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on my affliction of your maid servant and remember me and not forget your maid servant, but will give your maid servant a male child. 
Then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, no voice. But her voice was not heard, therefore Eli thought she was drunk. Hannah had a bitterness of her heart, of her soul. She prayed to God, but she prayed in her heart and her mouth like no voice. She did not even have strength to make voice. Remember, the joy of the Lord gives you strength. The sadness zap and destroy and steal and drain your strength. How many people want sadness? Raise your hand up. No. Sadness drains you. The joy of the Lord quickens you. The joy of the Lord comes with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. He will quicken you. He will give you supernatural strength. Amen? I want strength. I don't want weakness. She was so weak that she could not even produce voice from her mouth. Look at verse 14, verses 14 to 16. So Eli said to her, How long will you be drunk? He thought that she was drunk. Put your wine away from you. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. Wow, she admitted at least that she was sad. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul. She was so sad before the Lord. Do not consider your maid servant a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my complaint, again, doubt, despair, complain, and is sad. She did not have faith. And grief, again, doubt, griefs, doubt is sad. I have spoken until now. She kept praying and praying, but no answer because she did not pray by faith. She did not have joy and peace. But now look at the end of the story, the good news. Actually, Hannah was very sincere. She was really seeking God. There are a lot of Christian, sincere Christians in the church. They're very sincere. They come to church every Sunday, cry every Sunday. God, heal me. I'm not here yet. <laughs> they're sincere. But they sincerely have no faith. <laughs> they never get healed. God, give me a job. <laughs> Every Sunday, God cannot answer. First Samuel chapter 1, 17 to 21, the end of the story. Then Eli answered and said, now Eli is going to come with, with prophetic word. Her rema. This is the rema for Hannah. Go in peace. And the God of Israel grant your petition. Which you have asked of him. And she said. Let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate. What happened to her heart after she heard the promise of God. The rema. She Come out from sadness. She could eat now. And her face was no longer sad. 
Then they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel. Wow, gave a prophet to not only a son, prophet, saying, because I have asked for him from the Lord. Now the man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. You notice a big change. When she heard the rhema, where our faith is based on, the logos and the rhema, we need to know the word. We need to listen to the Holy Spirit. And when we grab a hold of the word and the promise of God, we grab it in our heart and we say, Yes, Amen. I believe it. I get it. I receive it. I have hope. I have confident expectation. I'm not going to cry anymore. I'm not going to be sad anymore because... Next chapter, you're going to learn about the joy that is set before us. Future answer from God that makes you joyful. You know the future, you're going to get your answer. Now you have faith, but the answer will come in the future. You know in the future, I'm going to get my pregnancy. I'm going to get my job. I'm going to get my healing. I have faith. I'm not going to be sad anymore. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord my God because I have faith in Him. Amen? So when you have faith, you stop being sad. You begin to shout and dance and jump and leap around and spin around. You say, Hallelujah, God give to me. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If I look for a church, I would like to look for a pastor who is living a righteous life and smile and happy all the time. I don't want to be a round, sad pastor because I know the sad pastor has no faith. And how he going to pray for me if he has no faith? Be a round, happy pastor. Amen? Amen? Happy leadership. Have faith. Rejoice. He may be sad one night, like me. Then somebody hurt me or do something to make me like, what's going on here? I didn't do anything wrong to you. But hey, one night is over. Next day, you know, joy come in the morning. You sad until maybe midnight and it's over. The joy come in the morning. No more sadness next day. You have to be happy. Have faith that God gonna work all things. He's gonna work all things for good to those who love Him. No matter what happened, He's gonna work all things for good to those who love Him. You have confidence in the Lord. The story of Hannah teaches us good lesson. Number one, don't be attached to the things of this world. Nothing in the world will make you sad forever. Your hope is in God. He is your source. He is your answer. When you look at God, look to God, 
you're going to be happy all the time. Don't look at men. Don't look at materials. Number two, if you pray in sadness like Hannah, you will not get the miracle. If you need to get the miracle, you need to get into the word, the word, the word, the word, until faith rises up on the inside of you, and you begin to laugh and stop being sad. Then you get the answer, because God answer faith, not doubt. Amen. You learn something. This is only first lesson, lesson one. I preached four times. I have ten lesson, a lot to learn. This is a great lesson about joy, about rejoice, about faith. Oh, a very the Bible is so deep that you can learn just one subject. You can learn thirty times, thirty sermon. I'm that type of person. I like to go deep and go deep and. Pull out all the principle from the Bible, so you understand completely. Maybe because I'm a neurosurgeon, very detail when I perform surgery, detail, so that the patient would do well. So I'm that kind of detail preacher, very detail, digging into the Word of God and teach you in detail, so that you understand the subject very well. This should be our way of life. Let me explain to you. Many years ago, I taught about great grace. I taught about twenty-three sermons on one subject: great grace. Go deep. Go 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 detail detail. After I finished preaching that sermon, that subject, this is what happened to me. I don't know about you. After I finished preaching, when I hear, I see the word grace or come up the word grace in my mind. I see the whole thing about grace. My faith rises up, and I apply everything in that word grace. Only one word. I see the whole thing in the Bible about grace. That's why you should go back to listen to the whole series of sermon again and again until you eventually, when the grace come up, everything. Some Christians are confusing. When you talk about grace, what is what is that grace? Can, can you explain to me? Oh, grace is the unmerited favor. That's it. No, grace is more than just unmerited favor. More big is a big subject. You need to learn you, until everything you learn. Like now, you learn about joy. You learn about faith. Eventually, after thirty sermons, may take two years. After. <laughs> After 30 sermon, when we talk about faith and joy, mm, mm, yes, all in here, everything, you see the whole picture. Can we become that kind of Christian? We should. Is that right? We see everything in detail, but you need to listen to the word of God. Get into the study, listen, learning, meditating on it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, Father. Thank you so much for loving us and teaching us, showing us the revelation of the Word of God regarding faith, joy, peace. We don't want to entertain any sadness and depression, any wrong spirit, any wrong feelings. We 
going to stir ourselves up all the time to walk by faith, not by sight, not by feelings. We're going to stick to your word. We're going to put faith into your word. And we're going to walk by faith every day. Lord, we know that in Christians in this generation, in the New Hope International Church, in all the churches around the world, began to walk by faith. We're going to see miracles, healing, deliverance, breakthroughs, prosperity, fruitfulness. Lord, we will see great things happen in this generation through simple people like all of us here, Lord. We may not even have a title in the church, but when we go out to lay hand on the sick, the sick shall recover. When we pray, we speak to the tree, we speak to the wind and the storm, they have to listen to us because we have faith and we have joy, we have hope, we have peace in our heart, Lord. Use us like Jesus, Lord, the man of faith, named Jesus Christ, who performed miracles 2,000 years ago. He was the man of unlimited faith. We want to become like Jesus, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Oh, Thursday.